0: Then examining trends, listening to best friends, you just have the word on the streets.
1: Word on the street. Word on the
0: street. Girl. Oh, sorry. Who's starting?
1: I can start. on cool. Girl, welcome to Word on the Straits, the podcast where we unpack straight culture and let our facts pack, pack, fly. I'm Sam and I'm Joe. Welcome everyone to Go. the 100th episode of Word on the Straits.
0: Oh, can you believe it? They all said we
1: couldn't <laughs> do it, and here we are, bitch. Joe has donned some 2020 New Year's Eve glasses for the occasion.
0: They're bright purple and they shine. And I feel like keeping them around is the most ironic thing in my room right now. You know what I mean?
1: They're great. I think that
0: they're phenomenal. To celebrate 2020 is hilarious. And, um, you know, I'm just bringing them out to celebrate our centennial achievement right
1: now. It's perfect. Yeah. I, you know, who, who knows what we thought would happen when we started this pod a bit over two years ago, uh, And after we released eight episodes, stopped releasing episodes for, like, a month and a half. And, you know, it could have ended there. It really could have ended there. It really
0: could have ended, like, our other podcast that
1: did end after After eight eight episodes. Eight episodes. (laughs) That's so true. We
0: normally don't get past the season one, but, you know, they really, the people were clamoring.
1: uh, Someone did come up to me in our off period and was like, Sam. (laughs) <laughs> when are we going to get more episodes of World on the Strait? Uh, you know, that was uh, like a year and a half ago at this point. So no need to dwell on our past successes when we're here in a current success. Absolutely, absolutely,
0: Couldn't agree more. Um, how are you doing today of days?
1: Well, it's interesting because a while ago we hit the mark of our show where we have done more episodes in quarantine than out of quarantine. And I... I'm just... Constantly thinking about that as a, yeah, a marker of the time, the era, uh, this time capsule, which we come back to every week. It's basically church. Um, no, but today, kind of a nothing day so far. Uh, okay, I came to visit, so
0: that was nothing, <laughs> I guess. I fully came to your house to visit, graced you with my presence. That was a non-event. Okay.
1: You're so right. Uh, I, <laughs> I that's, that's on me. Um, it was so fun to have you here in my living room for 45 minutes that was for you gonna to say, pick up a bike. All in 45 <laughs> <laughs> um so rewarding so so fulfilling so I I needed it in that moment I needed you to come and get you know grab a grab a seltzer (laughs) whatever you did from my fridge I didn't even but Mm. it was offered it was offered but other than the life-changing experience of you coming to my home uh, it's been a nothing day. <laughs> like, nothing's wow, really yeah. happened. Uh, I worked and yeah, just lived my little life.
0: <laughs> you know what? A fun, a fun um, moment that happens in our life most Mondays is your mom reminds us that trash and recycling are being picked up and we just got the text.
1: I saw that. I Well, I didn't open it up, but I saw I got a text from her to the two of us. And I was like, well, this can only be one thing. It can
0: only be one thing. And it's a good... It's a great reminder, and she's letting us know the bitch recycling tonight, too. You know, that's the key info that I'm looking for.
1: I literally need it to be recycling night because two weeks ago I was in D.C., and then two weeks before that, a bitch forgot. So I'm I'm sitting on a lot of recycling right now um, and need it to go to the curb. Hello, I need to go to the curb
0: as well. (laughs) How was your Monday, Joe? Like I said, got that bike. That was fierce. Um, Other than that, pretty sickening. Pretty sickening. Got some coffee. Got some beans. Got some fucking beans. Get this. Went to the coffee shop. They're doing construction outside. And they were like, we can't serve hot beverages because the hot water pipe is like, you know, what's the word? Compromised essentially, so they could only serve cold beverages. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll get a cold brew. Like I'm a faggot, but like, it was crazy. I was like, how are you going to be a coffee shop and like you can't have hot water? Absolutely, I
1: like, that sucks for your business. I have been in this experience before because when I was working at the bookstore on Walnut Street, I we that is next to a Coffee Tree Roasters, I think. And one day, the, our like whole blocks water was down or something, and so. We would go over there on our lunch breaks or whatever, and that day, or those days, you could only get espresso, no uh, drinks of any kind that had to do with water. That's bonkers. I love that. It's it was great. wild. Fuck your I, business, I guess. To to go back and retread for a second, you did say before the show that you were going to save it for the pod, the bike story, and then you just said, uh, I got a bike.
0: Gang, <laughs> you're so correct.
1: Oh, my God. Is there more to that that you wanted to say? Or is that sort of it? No,
0: like, you're so correct. Friend of the pod, Fred egler hillier fully like, um, is lending me this bike for in in exchange for moving it a couple miles to the strip district section of Pittsburgh. So, like, I'll do that eventually. But he said I could use it a little bit before that. So
1: it's sort Great of people. like um a vacation home, a vacation uh, transpo, transpo. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Living, loving, that. and the bike shortage, honey.
1: Bike you, shortage to get a bike in the bike shortage is really interesting. Well, um, this is all wonderful. Let's bring in our guest. How do we feel? I stand, I stand. Please do. It. Please Excellent. Do it. Oh, my gosh. This comedian is on the tips of everyone's tongues. He's so funny. He's a phenomenal photographer, on top of being one of the funniest people around. Are you kidding oh, me? Okay. Let's bring him in. Please welcome to the pod, Orlando Olier. Hello. Hello.
2: How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I I'm surprised. You, I uh, I don't usually refer to myself as a comedian, so it's uh, it was interesting to be introduced as that. Thank you. I appreciate I it. it. Of course.
1: Everyone's a comedian, you know. Everyone's, everyone's three There's three things. Everyone's a critic. Everyone's a comedian. Everyone's a cook. Uh, everyone's... Quarantine uh, has truly made everyone
0: all three of these things because, like, everyone has a TikTok and everyone had to, like, pick up a pot for the first time.
2: Yeah. Are you both on TikTok? Absolutely not. I am.
0: No. You <laughs> Sam, are. Sam yes. Me, yes.
2: I love yeah. TikTok.
1: You I love, love TikTok.
2: TikTok. Are you making TikToks or are you just watching? Both. Okay. (laughs) Come on. And I I find that brave. I I have a TikTok and I spend too much time on it because it is just uh digital crack and they designed it to be. It's it's synthetic digital crack. And I did
1: I it is well, I put out a TikTok every once in a while, but I totally agree it's so addictive and awful and one of the main reasons I started having like a social media time limit on my phone. Um but I currently am, um, what's it called, deactivated on TikTok because I didn't want it to show up in a Google search of my name. But <laughs> 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 currently, and because it, it's a, it's an involved story, but I will. It's fine. Um, and but it does just waste so much time. But now that I've restarted, because I still am using TikTok, even though my account is deactivated, now that I'm on and like a refreshed for you page that doesn't know anything about me it was very interesting and very weird for the first couple of days there would just be huge boobs out like as this woman mm-hmm. is talking to me and it's like i didn't even know these kinds of videos yeah. existed on tiktok oh, uh and then that it also keeps showing me like viral tiktoks that happened like mo- a month or two ago where it's like hey, like you didn't see this when it came around the first time. And it's like, TikTok, I was here, believe you me. I've seen this video of this dog. Uh, but it yeah. it it was it's relearning things about me. I feel like every time I'm on TikTok, both of my TikTok accounts that have tried to algorithm out who I am have l- like thrown me on They just will not stop throwing Minecraft content at me. And it's mm-hmm. like, I've never played Minecraft. <laughs> I don't have any interest in this. And it's just no, like, you like this. No. And I'm like, I do not. I do not want this.
2: Maybe it's trying to tell you something. It's learned you so well that it's recommending Minecraft to you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like when it's like when they diagnose you. It's like they start showing you meds that like you should be taking. You don't even know that you need to be taking. That's true. Yeah, like Sam. Maybe Minecraft is like really what's gonna set you the fuck up, but you don't even know, girl.
1: It could be that way. Like it could be one of those things where they the corporation knows that this woman is pregnant before she knows that she's pregnant. They're very this, very this. And I'm pregnant with Minecraft. You're pregnant with Minecraft. How does it feel? Blocky? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like a huge square the, on my <laughs> stomach.
0: Oh my god. Okay, Orlando, you've experienced the bike shortage of 2020. No.
2: No, no. I I got very lucky in that I bought my bike last year right at the beginning of quarantine. Uh, not even at the, right at the beginning but when I went uh, the guy who sold it to me was like you got here just in time we're like everything's going fast today that's uh, wild and then soon after there weren't many bikes and now I have a little bike that I ride around everywhere I love it Aww. you can really take those things anywhere you guys yeah
1: You're when you wheels when you bike around New York are you terrified for your life every single moment until you get off the bike <laughs>
2: I stick to a lot of the greenways and a lot of the parks uh, to be so that. Gone. Got it. Uh, but then again, I also started riding during early pandemic, so it has given me a sense of like, oh, you can actually take on New York, and I think there's a bullishness about bike riders now that like,
0: I oh, can't even imagine. we should
2: have this space, uh, which is great. Well, but like, like last May, there was no one on the streets, and I could go ride down like... That's sick. I went down through Times Square a bunch. It was great.
0: That'd be so sick. Like, New York could be really bikeable if they changed, like, some things. And just a little bit less cars. Come on, Mary. I bet the closing of the streets was sick. But I biked in New York a little bit, and it was trepidatious. I would bike to work in, like, um, Industry City. And it it was ridiculous. But I would stick to the park as much as I could. Yeah, that's the move. Yeah. And I
2: live on the west side, so I have, like, the huge greenway. I Like, I'm very lucky to live in the best bike part, bike riding part of the city.
1: That'll make it easy to get around. Yeah. I have not ridden on a bike since my eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C., where we did a bike tour of the mall. Mm. Uh, And before that, I don't think I rode a bike, like, at all, like, ever. (laughs) It's really my only time on the bike. Uh, So, you know, we're not friends. But we're not enemies. We're just not, um, we just don't get together a lot.
2: Yeah. It's somebody who you see once in a while and you're like, oh, we're cool. But like, there's no need to go. Acquaintance. Yeah.
1: It's a friend of a friend. Like, I have a lot of friends who like to bike, but it's never been a part of my experience. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh
0: God. I can't. Ethan. So where are you? You're coming to us from the West side. I'm coming up
2: to you from the West side. Although I don't have much long uh, time left here, which is weird. Uh, like, I might be moving to Brooklyn soon. Oh, shit. Uh, which is weird, because I've always lived in Manhattan. So it's like... Uh, Making the jump.
0: Yeah. No longer an island-only girl. I love it.
1: Fred Egler, yeah. friend of the pod who got the bike for Joe, just moved from... Well, he used to live in Manhattan, and
2: now he lives in Brooklyn. Everyone's uh, moving yeah.
1: And I'm moving back in a couple weeks. Ooh, for, nice.
2: For, Are you both in, you're both in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Our end, yeah.
1: Currently based out of the Midwest uh, and coming back to the East Coast soon.
2: (laughs) Would you consider Pittsburgh the Midwest? See, I don't.
1: But see, it is the easternmost point of the
2: Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I've been, you know, uh, it just, it seems so.
0: Pennsylvania to me is still coaster-lish. Yeah. so like what coast <laughs> girl i don't know the eastern one but like ohio is where it starts and i know yeah. Pittsburgh is 45 minutes from ohio girl but like whatever these arbitrary lines It's just interesting here. to
1: call it east coast when we're easily nine hours from the coast
0: girl i know okay <laughs> <laughs> to something culture. to think philly, about philly is here philly is here i don't know I just don't want to be a Midwestern city girl, and I know that we have tendencies that lean yeah. towards that, but we're also ruder. You know, we are nice, but there's also yeah. a bullishness to Pittsburghers.
2: I mean, you can also just take pride in being in Pittsburgh. You know, like I feel like we I do that a lot. I mean, that yeah, Steel that's city. the main thing.
1: Totally. It's like Pittsburgh doesn't really do, calling in a Midwestern city is not like a pervasive I- ideal. Uh, most people are just like, we love Pittsburgh. <laughs>
2: It's very bad. And
1: we, I'm that, too.
2: I feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's a great to I've been there a couple of times. How, I was dating are, somebody who was from West Virginia and also had family in Pittsburgh, so I spent a good chunk of time down there. Are you from New York? Uh, sort of. I was born in Columbia, and then I came here when I was nine. And then, yeah. Very beautiful. I, I, I'm so, uh, the, the one way I can prove I'm a New Yorker is I don't have a driver's license. Oh,
0: sick. I'm so jealous. (laughs) I drove a lot when I lived in New York, and it was fucking crazy.
1: Me too. It was bad.
0: Yeah. Being a PA, you
1: just, you know. And it's because it's not even driving a normal car. It's giving you the biggest car imaginable and being like, can you take this three hours away from here? Thank you. Yeah. yeah,
2: you're driving a 15 pass, uh, a, tw- a 14 or 20 yeah. Yeah. truck. Just
1: some trash,
0: falling asleep at the wheel with, like, the producers <laughs> and the director at 4 a.m. Like, hey, y'all.
2: Yeah. I'm very lucky I, I got to move up in the film world without having a license, which I, I don't <laughs> Ooh, know how I got. That's lovely, though. Yeah. Then, my, my penance was I, I had to do a lot of releasing, which is, like, those man in the streets, like, getting people to sign their rights oh, yeah. away. when you yeah. just um, were very mean to them on camera.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of someone who's in a legal department of a production company, <laughs> I do a lot of that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's a bummer as well. Fuck a fucking sprinter van, yo. You don't know oh, the pain until you've been in the hot July heat driving through Brooklyn, dodging traffic. And missing, I mean fully not not missing, hitting some cars and just, you know, you gotta keep booking, guys. There's too many cars on the road.
2: Yeah, I recently got a text from a, from a friend uh, who you both know being like, hey, so this production company I'm working for uh, wants me to pay <laughs> damages because I hit the van. And I was like... Absolutely not, bitch. Insurance! <laughs> <laughs> <I was like, laughs> and I was like, yeah, you can claim that. And then, we're like, and then uh, they followed up with, I also got a ticket for speeding. And I was like, that one's kind of on you. <laughs> speeding is
0: on you, the amount of parking tickets I got in New York was inordinate. That's not how you say that word, but I got a bunch of parking tickets.
1: How do you That's say that word? I know in all of my days driving in huge vans, I never got in a parking trip trouble. I never hit anybody, and I just like you know went from place to place. I I felt like people in driving around in New York City. I felt like there was a lot of people who were like good at driving or like not terrible. because like this came up like a, around a year ago. And people were like, no, like, New Yorkers are bad at driving. But I felt oh, like when yeah. I was driving around, like, there was, like, a system and an order to it, and people like... No. It was, like, fine.
0: No, you're... New Yorkers don't follow the rules. There are no fucking rules. It felt like people knew what they were supposed to do. Like, like learning to drive in New York also sounds crazy. I've talked to someone who did it, I think, on like, in, like, the back of a Sprinter van <laughs> on a set <laughs> once. I was like, yeah, you... I think I was probably driving, actually, but, <laughs> lol.
1: Yeah, it's like, where do they? Where did that even happen?
2: <laughs> I'd go to Brooklyn to get my license. if I lived in Manhattan.
1: Yeah, or
2: something. Or I probably go to Queens. I got a lot of family yeah. in Queens, so you know. There you go. There you big go. Big open
0: roads. A lot of parks. You just gotta find the DMV that like has the easy test. That's what I did.
2: Doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my uncle always said we'll go to the one in Jamaica, both because you get in quick. There's always uh, they're good at processing, but also. <laughs> They're a little lax. They, they get a lot of teens. Hello. There you go. It's like, let's just get
0: these teens out the door. I don't care if they can drive.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> They'll get better, you know. Yeah, I was exactly. Like... I crashed a month after I got mine. I got better. <laughs> it wasn't a crash, it was a fender bender.
1: Got it. Got it. Oh, got it. <laughs> I've like never crashed or anything like that. I've only ever been pulled over for driving too slow.
0: Famously, yes.
1: <laughs> Famously wow. yes. yeah. Famously, yeah. I was in the left side of the highway and I didn't really know the rules of the road at this point. And I was going like 10 to 15 miles under the speed of it. Uh, and so I was pulled over. But then I was let off with a warning. Hello. There Hello. you go. Made it through.
2: You got in. You got in just in time.
1: <laughs> Guys, how do we feel about
0: moving into the word on the streets this evening?
1: Oh my God, I love that
2: iconic idea.
1: Orlando, to, oh, are are we ready?
2: I I, I, I was letting you guys set. So.
0: Oh, okay. Word. Today we wanted to talk to you about
2: the the Oscars. Oscars. Calling the Oscars. You watched Orlando, correct? I watched all of it. I I I. You know, it was a fun show. You know, it was. <laughs> Very Soderbergian uh show. Ooh, full disclosure,
0: did not watch. Sam watched. <laughs> did I, you I watched.
2: watch? Uh do you watch every year? I I do, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like all awards show. People hate them and you know they complain about Ugh. them being too long or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. would you rather just have another repeat of like NCIS? Exactly.
0: Whatever? Give me the magic, give me the glitz, give yeah. me the glam.
2: I also just love good. love tele- live television. I think it's just fun, and I've worked a bunch in it. I think it's like, anytime it gets pulled off, it's magic, I think. It's so camp, yeah.
1: Which is why it was interesting to watch last night, because they didn't pull it off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, they did not land that third beat.
1: No, it was sort of right. one of the worst buttons in the entire world, but that's okay.
2: Yeah,
0: This
1: blows my
2: mind.
0: So I didn't watch, but it was explained to me.
1: Early on in the in the broadcast i was like okay well none none of the awards are like dramatic like this is a weird year cuz like a lot of the awards are like sort of set in stone who's going to get what and i was like the only one that like people are doubting is the best actress award so they should do that one last and right. i know it's, and i was like i know it's tradition to do best picture last but they should do they should do it in order of like what's the most contentious one and then when they came out and started announcing Best Picture before the Best Actors and Best Actor Awards, I was like, what's going on, right? And obviously it's to, so that they could end on Chadwick Boseman being awarded Best Actor. And then it gets to the be- the final thing. Best Actor is not announced. It's not Chadwick Boseman. The guy is, is, isn't even there to make a speech, so it just mm-hmm. ends after like not being Chadwick Boseman. was... Unbelievable,
2: bonkers. Yeah, it was supremely strange. I will also say I don't think I've seen most of the movies this year, just because like too hard. uh That's like, why I didn't watch. That's no, fair. No, no, this
1: no. is the first year that I've ever seen all Best Picture noms.
0: Got it. Got it. Word. So you and how did
1: you feel the Best Picture or when just
0: to just to get it out of the way?
1: Oh well, like see, like this is what I'm talking about, like. For weeks and like maybe even months, people have been like, "Okay, like Nomadland is gonna win Best Picture." Mm-hmm. So like that wasn't like a very dramatic reveal. Like Nomadland did win Best Picture, yeah. even though, and I did like Nomadland and it's a good movie. It wasn't the one that I would have picked if I were to be judging the Oscars. You
2: know, word. Yeah.
1: Loved Minari. I hope everybody goes out and sees it.
2: Yeah,
1: I do want to see Minari. Okay, but.
2: Like, uh, can I you about Nomadland winning clean Best clean. Picture, which I loved, but I that tense moment between Chloe Zhao and oh. Francis McDormand. Oh my god! Because Chloe Zhao, you know, talks upsets the award and then goes, "Here's Fern," mm. which is her character in the movie. Yeah. And Francis McDormand immediately is like, "I'm Fran, not Fern," in a very stern way. That was um, and, weird. Well, there was a New York Times profile of Francis McDormand last year. Uh, about Land and mm-hmm. she talks about the process of the movie or whatever, and her setting very hard boundaries with Chloe Zhao, whose whole thing is like mixing this fiction with nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Like she asked at one point to like cast her kids in the movie, and she's like, "No, no, no, you can't do that. Those are my kids. Yeah. Like you're you're working with me. You're not working." Oh, so wow. I think that was a that's where that stems from, like her wanting. It. If you read the article, it's like. Interesting.
1: <laughs> hmm. She wants to like mix the fiction of the film with the real world, basically, or what? That was, yeah, like,
0: that was the whole thing of the movie. It sounds like too. yeah, yeah that's which is
2: all her films. It's sort of like this like melding right. of stuff,
0: art and life, sort of becoming one.
2: But I think Francis McDormand, who's a a private very person, private, maybe. yeah, uh, but also just being like, well, that's not gonna get me anything acting-wise, that, like, I can't do already, you know? like she, Right, she already knows, she, yeah. She doesn't need her own kids in the movie too. Wow. That's
0: crazy. So, my whole thing is, why did the Oscars play into the contentiousness? It's, you are an institution, follow tradition, like, do Best Picture last, just because that's what you've been doing for the past 115 years, like, why would you, it, if the whole thing of the Oscars is also the mystique, it's like the Vatican, it's like, if it's this fucking secretive that you guys planned this and it went so wrong that like they don't know what their brand is <laughs> like. especially for 2021 it's so obvious it's like yeah. what the hell how yeah, like- could a producer not have known that that was the way it was going to go and if the whole order was switched around just for that it's so messy
2: yeah, yeah I, well like- I think they had some problems even just from nominations you know like right uh the fact that you know i mean whatever uh yeah i think they were just expecting chadwick to win and then they got nothing and and then anthony hopkins who's also an older man uh who was there for the beginning of the podcast wasn't there four hours later because you can understand that he was in like wales out. yeah oh god that makes sense yeah oh
0: my god well then yeah they should have done it Hours before or when it normally is.
1: And the picture they had of him was so haunting. Honestly. It's like, it was, it's so weird. He's like holding his ear. It's kind of flirty. And it's just like, instead of like him being there to accept the award, it was very odd.
0: It's just like, you guys do not get Ernst and Young. I will count them. Like, it really isn't as secretive or as cool as they think it is. Like, it's not 1940 anymore. Nobody cares about the Oscars that much. Just like, look who wins and plan a good show like what the fuck i guess
1: it's the cut down on like betting or something i don't know what like what is the deal with the
2: secretiveness nature well i think you know uh it's probably just like if we're holding a real thing then we should you know ensure that it's you know actually done well and
0: which it, I mean but this this is foolproof like you never know and then it went terribly like and I'm just saying this never happens to the VMAs when it's all highly produced and way too overdone and, and highly camp which you know I'm here for but
2: well, I think at the VMAs, they, they, they fudge those numbers a little, you know? Oh, I think yeah, it's all just whoever
0: pays the most, but, like...
2: Well, also, who who they can get to show up, you know? Right, exactly. They'll, they'll favor them with awards. Totally, it's like... So, God... like, if Taylor Swift is showing up, you know she's getting something.
0: Yeah, Gaga gave them a show last year, and they showered her in Moon Men, and she was like, yeah. okay, I'm not taking my mask off.
2: Rightfully so, you know?
0: I Dramatica... Yeah. I mean, you don't change the landscape. Me. You can't even... It is the landscape. Chromatica is the
1: landscape of my life. Yeah.
0: But I'm
1: Well, that's sort of, like, what people were saying when, um... Oh, my God, I can't... Glenn Close, like, she... Uh, yeah,
0: what was the Glenn Close uh, moment? I saw her trending, and I loved her blue number.
1: Well, she, you know... Oh, she famously does not have an Oscar, like, and continues to not year after year.
2: Right, right. Um, There's a Lucci of her. Yeah, well, we um, uh, uh, oh got uh, Yu Young Yoon. Mm-hmm. It's not I. I, I uh, correct. Uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, is considered to be the Meryl Streep of Korea. Word. So it's just like poor Glenn can't lose. No, she can't. She's uh, losing against Meryl. And, and so,
1: uh, <laughs> and well, uh, at first when when that award was getting. Announcer, like, what if she loses to Olivia Coleman a second year in a row? Um, but like, anyway, she doesn't have an Oscar, and so this just Which, happened. Which, by the way,
2: I do not agree with Olivia Coleman's Oscar, okay? Ah! <laughs> it is fully category <laughs> fraud. She does not give the best performance in that movie. It is Emma Stone, and I hate to say it, okay? You're probably right. You're no, probably you're right.
1: definitely right. She was not Best actress. She was best supporting actress of that film, and I agree with you. Yeah,
2: yeah. which I think dude, she's fantastic, and I loved her a long time. But I was like, of the I can't favorite they gave her.
0: I can't believe they gave yeah. her the, the Oscar for that one. It's wild. It's weird. I love the favorite, but it's also like the movie doesn't even. It's not even thinking about that. Obviously, yeah.
1: regardless, the Glenn Close moment. There's this weird. It was like it was like three I like hands thing. I don't care. It was three hours into the broadcast, and and we we're like, "Can you please just end the show?" This is <laughs> the they didn't have a limit on speech times for mm-hmm. some reason this year, insane. And so they like so far into the show when everyone is like desperate for it to be over, they have the this presenter go out into the audience and like start quizzing people on whether. A, a song they play is either a song that was never nominated, a song that was nominated, or a song that was that won best song yeah. or something at the Oscars. And
0: it's the like game you played during the commercial, sweetie. Literally, yeah. and
1: it was it was so weird and random, and it was just so. Strange. strange and then they go to glenn close and they're like they're like glenn do you know this song and then they're playing it and she's oh, like i know this this is the butt and she gets up and starts dancing It was so bizarre
0: oh but my god that's that, why debut is trending i get it i get it i get it I feel <laughs> yeah
1: okay and wow. people are sort of like this is her starting the campaign for next year
0: <laughs> was it really that song or no yeah it wasn't bitch come on, Glenn. I mean, she has the public in her hands, you know, like, she always has.
1: Yeah, well, this is sort of what it, like, weird okay. sort of comes back to, like, when you're critical of the Oscars, it's like, sure, Glenn Close doesn't have an Oscar, but, like, it doesn't matter because she's still Glenn Close and yeah. she's still, like, a famous She still wore
0: all of those clothes in 101 Dalmatians, like,
1: period. Yeah. So, I guess it comes down to whether you think, like, I agree with Orlando. Like, I love the live theatrics and just like the, I love all award shows, even for stuff I don't watch. Like, I feel like I've watched the Oscars every year for oh, my right. entire life, even though this is the first year that I've like tried to see every best picture novel. Like, it's just fun, even if I don't know basically any of the movies. And I do love
0: movies and I love Hollywood and I love the magic and the fashion. I love it all. I love yeah. It all. But when they just, like, continue to fuck up and show their ass, I'm like, fuck (laughs) you guys. Come on. Get it together. Like, you're supposed to be the height. It's supposed to be the bougiest one. Or not the bougiest, but the high.
2: The The most prestige. Yeah. But it's it's Hollywood's biggest
0: night. And the producers can't even get us together? Can I get a line produced? Or uh, what's
1: going on?
2: I will say the show looked beautiful. It truly felt fun.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: It was um, shot very interestingly this year. Like if it looked like no other award show I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. Okay. It was directed by Cedar Soderbergh, who you, you know from the Oceans movies. Word, 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 word. Uh so he had a lot of like off kilter camera angles, a lot of, you know, uh Don Cheadle made an appearance. Uh, okay. Don Cheadle uh, was just here. Well, you know, he loves Don Cheadle, so he, he he'll take oh, any he's chance to like work. I love it. I love that. Um, so that felt fun. That felt like a nice... Was there a feel... host,
0: or was there like a million hosts? Sorry.
2: No, they were. it was just like... People got to present multiple awards also. It was that kind of thing where like... Uh, Regina King gave out two awards to start the night, and she sort uh, of gave a, a little monologue at the beginning.
0: In that Louis Vuitton dress. That's yeah. beautiful. stunning. Yeah. I'm dead.
2: Um, somebody did did write that it felt like the Oscars were playing at like three quarters, the usual speed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it did feel a little languid and like, okay, we can, we can curtail some of these, but like, you know, we haven't yeah. had much in this past year, so why not? Create right. They were like, we're
0: going to fill some time for our
2: advertisers. <laughs> yeah. Well, at some point, you know, Laura Dern was presenting best supporting actor. And she then oh, yeah. gave a little shout-out to every person nominated. But, like, she really gave a nice, heartfelt compliment to Daniel Kaluuya. And you're like, well, we know who she voted for. Come oh, on. Because everybody else was like, yeah, and you were in that thing. I saw that.
0: And you were there. And you were there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, was it? what was so bizarre to me and, like, some people I was talking to this year was that there were no clips of the movie being played at all. Like, for, like... I, I, for like three of the awards they played a clip of the movie or like the actor or whatever but then like for none of the other awards they were like i nobody they were just saying the names and then like showing the people and it was very it was a, it was a weird choice
2: yeah it felt like there was uh if you wanted some these, because it was also like the most indie oscars in a while
0: because
2: oh. i mean both people you know uh, had to be a little
0: social distance. there were yeah. way fewer people than normal um
1: also it was the only famous only fa- only thems pretty much kind of yeah and like they need like there was there were huge windows they were doing it in a train station and yeah, so there were huge quiet. windows and so for like the fir- it's like 5 p.m on the west coast when they're doing this so like for the, the start of it it's like very sunny, bright to bright light coming into these windows, um, which the way, which is different from like I like because the when you're watching the Oscars normally you're like it it feels like it is a nighttime thing like because I'm watching it on these coats like I feel like it, it it is able to translate the fantasy that this is like occurring evening <laughs> now it's even, the
0: category is evening wear it's, yeah.
1: yeah yeah it was bizarre to see all these people in like the nice stuff like and it's so bright as well. I kinda love it though. It's so Hollywood.
2: It's like, yeah, it it looks beautiful. And it also does explain how uh you always hear about these after parties and now you can like, oh these parties are all like ten PM. Nine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kicking L- That's I was 14. thinking about that last night too. Cause, Cause I was like, like, I yeah, like these this is even if this wraps up at eleven PM East Coast time, it's like they could go out for like dinner after going to the Oscars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to Madonna's and then Elton's and then maybe Vanity Fair. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly. That's what I realized. I was like, oh, that's how they do it all. It's you know, it's totally. It's so early in the night.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my
2: god! I saw
0: um, Jeremy O'Harris. I follow him on Instagram. Apparently, he, he couldn't bring his boyfriend to the Beyonce after party. He couldn't bring his plus one. He posted a selfie of him crying about it, and I was like, oh my <laughs> god. Because his name no. wasn't on a list or something? No, I guess you just don't get a plus one to some Beyonce parties. Yeah,
1: That makes Which I a lot of understand.
0: sense. Like... I guess, especially because of the Rona, maybe Beyonce was like, listen, we're slimming the numbers, them's only. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, really? Jeremy Harris's boyfriend can't come to the Beyonce party? That sucks. Like, if I was the boyfriend, I'd be like, bummed.
1: I would be very, I'd be like, can we go to a
2: different after party though? Yeah, let's
0: go to Vanity Bear. Let's go to Madonna. <laughs> I think the
2: photo was, yeah, but the photo was just showing him still going, hello. <laughs> no, he was going that,
0: alone like... and just crying about yeah. it, which I was like, this is amazing. He's the best at social yeah. media. I
2: also couldn't tell if he was crying because his boyfriend couldn't go or because he didn't ride with Tessa Thompson. <laughs> yes, he
0: was more pissed that he wasn't hanging with Tessa Thompson for more of the night, which I was also like, uh, oh, this is what I'm most jealous of. Like, I just want to go to the Met Gala, bitch. I don't yeah. want to work in media. I just want to go to the parties. Uh,
1: yeah, I was about to be stupid <laughs> and ask you, to a clarifying question that there's no awards given out at the Met Gala, right? <laughs> <laughs> there aren't. It's not an award show.
0: Not really, girl, but I'm sure they, Anna Winters like, and you get this. Thank you for fashion. Mm. Uh, or, you know, I
2: don't know. Yeah. I mean you do get to see like cool performers, you know? Like right. Gaga perform, Rihanna perform, Gaga, RuPaul's DJing. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say go back to where you're saying about media. I only want to work <laughs> media. I don't want to go <laughs> right, media. right 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 right.
0: <laughs> I will go to the parties for you. Uh,
2: yeah. That's
1: my I I'm constantly thinking about this thing I overheard at work where one woman was like they were talking about like paparazzi or like f- celebrity, and this woman was like, "I don't want to be famous like that. I want to be industry famous. So only people who know mm-hmm. who like actually work in the media know who I am, but everybody yeah. knows who
2: I am."
0: Yeah. Period. That's a yeah, yeah. Same. That's
2: that's all I want. I don't. I think. Uh, I think fame is a disease of the mind. <laughs>
1: But uh, this isn't even But I just, understand
2: it. But I understand it cuz I have a lot oh, of friends yeah. who want to be famous and some who are semi famous and I'm like good for you, not oh, for me.
0: It's funny because that fame feels even more insidious because you want the res- not insidious, but it's like you want the respect of people that, you know, uh, whose opinion you do care about. It's like even a more selective group. So it's like I don't know, it's respectable and snobby.
1: Even though I agree that it's a disease.
0: But uh, I guess it's also... Yeah, sorry. sorry.
1: Even though I agree that it's a disease, I do want a million Instagram followers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I want attention, please. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah, I don't even want that. I I like my Instagram. I'll put up some uh, uh, photos that, you know, a a little over the mind. But even when... uh, I don't know if this happens to you, when, like, some random will like a bunch of your photos... And you're like, oh, I know what you're liking these for. That even makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, no, that's not what these are for, okay? I want my friends to celebrate me. I -hmm. don't want some random to... Ogle
0: my shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up, but, like, that is what the entire internet is, and everyone's looking at your shit all the time. Or, I would actually say, more often than not, no one is looking at your bullshit, you know? Yeah. No, no. Unless you're fame, in which case, yes, they will... Tear you apart so you can't do anything right or wrong. So, it's really fun <laughs> and reactionary.
2: Yeah, Uh yeah. I, I have a couple people who I know who are going through the the not fun part or have gone through in the past. That like, sucks. And I'm like, <sighs> I used to like really, really want it. Yeah. I was like, oh my
0: god, yeah. I was like, you know, obsessed with Gaga, and who is, you know writing poetry about fame all the time. And fame is weird and we're from Pittsburgh and we're gay. Andy Warhol like invented fame. He made it more famous, you know, he made fame more important. So like, it's interesting, but then I did realize, yeah, it does suck,
1: it sucks. I mean, I say that in jest that I wanted a million Instagram followers like, I already hate how my mind is warped by social media, so having more followers can only be worse for me. Um, (laughs) But, and, like, I obviously don't want a bunch of attention like that. Like, I I say that I want a million Instagram followers, but then I'm like, but then I can never turn that off or, like, go back to not being a person Hey, guys, I'm deactivating. Illy. (laughs) Like, like, bye. Uh, But then it's like, what? (laughs) But then, okay, but like to bring this back to the Oscars, shame is a disease of the mind. I agree. But it's like (laughs) we're watching this award show about awarding famous people awards.
0: Exactly. And that's why I'm like, it's not important enough to have Ernst and Young count the votes. We are determining which rich actors get gold statues and heightened acclaim. This is not national security, bitch. We can literally get an intern to count these, (laughs) put them in a gold case. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, most people don't care about the Oscars anymore, I feel. I feel like it's a very old Hollywood institution and
2: most people are like, watching netflix yeah i mean the, the the ratings came out again and they were once again the lowest watched oscars ever. yeah oh.
1: like yeah. 10 years ago they were like five they were like 50 million people watching them and then this year there's like 10 million or whatever yeah
2: yeah, yeah. which i mean like if they that's also just about like access and how many people have cable now they because i'm sure if you put it on streaming sites, it would do well and like people would watch
0: it. Yeah, how is it not on Paramount Plus? I feel like I can watch fucking everything on there. <laughs> There's literally. I
2: am liking Paramount Plus. I, I love, love Paramount Me Plus. I have had. Challenge All Stars is truly some top tier TV.
1: Whoa, I believe it. <laughs> I have been a subscriber to CBS All Access for the past six years. And so when it turned into Paramount Plus, I did still stay a subscriber. So I have been a Paramount Plus subscriber since day one. <laughs> oh, wow. Go off.
0: They owe you something. Paramount Plus, can we please get a
1: sponsorship? I wish. Can um, I at least
0: get a membership?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk about a bike shortage. There's a shortage of Paramount Plus subscriptions. Girl. So how do I, I, you, sorry, go ahead.
2: I have a friend who has one, and uh, he gave it to us, uh, we, uh, to our little friend group, and I sent them a, a mug that said, thank you for all the logins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's good.
0: How did like MTV fully pivot so hard for music? No, I know this is an old hat conversation, but like, how is the music in the challenge?
2: It's good. On uh, it's good. Well, that's the thing about MTV. MTV's I feel like scoring of all these shows has always been good because they've had this like library
1: that's oh, always been easy yeah. for them
2: to clear. Like, Word. it's always like you could always hear Beyonce songs on like the challenge MTV or shows. like MTV shows, yeah. which is always. You know? That's interesting, uh, uh, and I do think like you know they're using a lot of '90s music on the new season of the challenge, which feels like time appropriate for a lot of these people. Word. I don't know. They've always had good scoring. I mean, MTV is nothing now, and yeah, all they play is ridiculousness, which is a. And I'm okay with that. I guess I'm not <laughs> watching,
0: so they can do whatever they want. Yeah,
2: Speaking... it's it's disappointing to me as a as an MTV, as somebody who likes TV because of MTV and what they we're doing for a long time yeah i know it was sick but i guess
0: not anymore there's not room for that on viacom i guess well it's like i will watch that Bretman rock show i'm gonna need to watch that
1: i feel like mtv couldn't survive youtube coming into the picture where it's like i don't need to watch a channel where they're playing a bunch of music videos when i could just go watch
2: a music video (sighs) yeah but it is weird that they just don't, you know? Like, yeah, They have like, the time. Instead of playing Ridiculousness another time, you could play a, a block of videos.
0: Can we at least bring back TRL? Like, at least? They, tried. they tried. Well, did they do it wrong? Was yeah, so you did, didn't watch did. it? Then Absolutely. you're the reason it failed. <laughs> I'm not the reason it failed. Apparently it was bad.
2: So right before the reboot started happening, uh, they interviewed the showrunner at the time, and, she fa- and they asked her, like, this was after Trump had gone on SNL. I'm so sorry for bringing it up. Oh, no, um, God. It's the reason. Yes. Uh, whatever. But That's they <laughs> they asked them if they would have Trump on the on TRL, and they said yes. And I think it sort of sunk them. Oh What? And, so yeah. Trump
0: was on the TRL reboot.
2: No, but now, it was sort of a question at the time at this sort of test of like.
0: They would have said yes. They would
2: have said yes.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So that was not the TRL we wanted or
2: needed. No, and it was also strange. Like they didn't have a set host. Um, I got a lot of uh, inside scoop because I know somebody who was doing Come work on, on it. And I believe it's need... a mess. They're not really hiring people well, and they're like they're not putting time into creating fuck relationships that. with artists, which is what that first iteration survived yeah. on.
0: they should. Then VH1 should fucking do it. Fuck. Fuck them. Whatever.
1: But speaking of Paramount Plus, come Orlando, on, Orlando. Did you watch Drag Race? <laughs> of course. Okay. Oh, love How are we feeling in Simone's era?
2: I I love it. I I think you know from the I think from the jump she was my winner's pick. Does that. Does that feel? The Paco
0: Raban. When she walked in, in a Paco Rabanne inspired, we all knew, bitch. I yeah. said, yeah. This is her. It's hers. Everyone else,
1: she's gonna eat. Look out. It does. I mean, I do know that, like, I just remember from episode two, people were like, okay, like, Simone is going to win the season. And then she did. And I think that that's great. I think that a lot of my favorite seasons of the shows are like that, where it's like, this girl is better than everybody else. (laughs) She's going to win. Yeah. Let's watch her be really, really good at drag for 15 episodes.
2: And we really did. To me, I, I, from the jump I was like, she had sort of the same creativity drive as RuPaul, which I was like no other queen has felt like this before and the things like she's doing, the way she's The way she carries oh, herself Yeah, it's, you know, she was a queen and I love Gottmick. truly a Absolutely. fantastic queen
0: Like then, the, the evil queen, like the evil goth queen I love and need in everyday life
2: Yeah, and all those looks in the finale were great, I thought
0: Yeah. Yeah Literally they heightened drag. They said, no, it's up here now. Sorry. Like, they just raised the bar. They changed yeah. it. It was lovely. Like, I mean, Simone's everything. She really fucking changed it. The game.
2: It was crazy. She's fantastic. I will say, I will, I, I got to give it up for my girl Candy. Miss Candy. I
1: am a huge Candy Muse fan.
2: Team Candy forever. Yeah, team Candy the whole time.
1: Well yeah. deserved second place. We love Well candy. deserved second place. So I,
2: I, I will say I have a straight friend who does not like candy.
0: Oh yeah, well these people are, you know.
2: Uh and out there. But it, it was very upset. He's like, I can't believe candy got to the top two. And I was like, Well, when you're just that fierce at lip syncing, there is no denying you. There's no You can look there. as good as you want, you can be as rehearsed as you want. But if you get out in front of that crowd and you're How giving you them more candy? life than any other person. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I to- I completely and totally agree with you. Rosé fans are fanatics and they are delusional. They are like out yeah. here saying that Rosé beat Candy in the lip sync and it's like what episode are you watching?
0: Listen, I love Rosé. I identify with that bitch. Yeah. But um, that was the ugliest thing. Like, her her pink oversuit was gorgeous. And then when she took it off to reveal the, like, cute color crushed velvet, I was like, this is just... Horrifying. It was just <laughs> really bad. I was like, this is uggo. And I love the gal. But, like, yeah. absolutely not. And the performance was weaker. IMO. Oh, IMO. Oh. IMO.
2: And, and Candy Muse moved around less than she did, so like it, it's not a thing. Like Candy was like doing more twirls; she just was giving you that song better.
0: And a reveal that genuinely surprised everyone. Yes. In a color palette that RuPaul was also kind of wearing that
2: night. Yeah, it just felt fun, you know, it was like totally. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, And yeah. the that hair. Was look. That the was black look. I, re- I was in a. I did get to gather with my friends. It was like the first time we got in together in a long time. I love it. You know. Uh and it was great, but we all sort of recoiled in horror when Rose revealed that like it looks upsetting. It was like flesh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just cut out in the wrong places. Oh my god, yeah. No.
2: No. I just like if you're gonna
1: do a reveal, the revealed thing has to be Better than the thing that was on before. Like, I, cause I don't want to reveal to happen and to be like, can you put on the other thing exactly. again? <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Which also happened in the Got Mick, I think, Simone.
0: A little bit. Yeah. As Sam and I were saying it kind of felt off brand for Got Mick because she's always so fashion forward. Like, the text kind of like, Made it something she's not normally known for. But like, I mean, the blue thing that she wore, it's like what the evil queen from Snow White wishes she wore. It's the most exquisite evil thing I've ever fucking seen. And the hair looks like Satan, but oh my God.
1: I just want reveals to be banned. Like, I don't think that there's been a good one since Sasha Velour did it. And I think that they need to stop trying.
0: Okay, I disagree with that. I think it needs to be, you know, reinvent.
2: Well, you are forgetting Monet's, Monet's pussycat wig on there. Double reveal.
1: No, like I think that reveals in a normal, like in a, but that's in a normal season. You know, I'm saying in a normal season, or like in like a in the lip sync for the crown. I don't think there has been a good reveal (laughs) since Sasha Ball. No, yeah, I
2: get that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a great
0: show. I that think I of I think I think of Evie Oddley's headpiece. That's she the only other own. one
1: that I think of. That's the only other but thing that fabulous. came to mind. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I
0: think you have to. But do
1: see, a but see, that wasn't like a thing where she pulled something off. That was just like showing what was the rest of her outfit,
0: right? Yeah, but it was technically a reveal. She had the, she purposefully like hid her back in yeah. the head for the entire performance up until that point. I think of Aquaria as like Firecracker, not essentially a reveal, but a yeah.
1: trick. Sort of like a moment. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that I would be like like Candy surf lip sync. Like she was just better at yeah. lip syncing. I don't want the judging to be about like, who did a trick? <laughs> no,
0: but, but here's the thing. what It is sometimes. It's about guns.
2: That final lip sync. I thought Candy was on her butt for a long time until that reveal. Then I was like, that's a good reveal. I've never seen a thing pop out of the hair. Like, that's, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Simone reinvented drag. She really (laughs) did it. Yeah.
2: I was
1: delighted by the like tower thing come out. And I liked that it wasn't like a huge thing. It was, it was cute.
0: No. And it's like so stupid. But like the coat reveal, everything was so considered. It was so camp. And like all of her, like amazing fucking hair pieces that night. Like the white Medusa with like the Amazon look is just transcendent.
2: Fantastic. Af- yeah.
0: Afrofuturism boots the house down. Yes, God, uh, destroy us with your hair sculptures.
2: Yeah. Murder I will say up. I did not understand Rose at all on that show. Like, I thought. The whole that time? I, gonna, I thought, she, like, the, fe- the fact that you're saying rose to me is like oh okay i don't know <laughs> feel very innovated to me i mean I, and i mean yeah. i will say this like every time i see ever jack queen live i lose my mind and i'm like here take all my take money. my money so take that's it where I'm from started. me i don't
1: want to yeah
2: i'm talking about the character is presented on a tv show. yeah no that's real. i
1: totally i totally agree and i feel like it will like in the first two-thirds of the season, I didn't have any connection to her at all. And then in the last couple episodes, I was like, oh, like, she can be fun on TV. Uh, and But, like, that's as far as it went for me as far as connecting to that character. <laughs> it, I feel like it's just hard to n- want or, like, think about who... I don't know, like, it even... I'm just... I guess I'm... Sorry, I just, like, keep starting sentences <laughs> and I'm not finishing them. Um, I guess I'm trying to say, like, It's interesting to watch these seasons and try to attach yourself to or, like, enjoy some of the girls when Simone is, like, clearly going to win, like, in a Nomadland way where you're like, okay, like, (laughs) she's going to win. And so, like, so you have to, like, branch out and sort of, like, see what else is there for you.
0: And I did, we, I did know Simone was probably going to win, but, like, yeah. I just love all the girls too. Even if I knew Simone was going to win, but I also just love Simone because she was also like less is more in makeup again. 90s supermodel um like supple skin and little brows again. It's just like a lot of yeah. friends we haven't seen in a long time
2: coming back and it looks really fresh because We well, also just all the hair was so inventive. It wasn't the same like big hair. Totally. Pieces. Not a Marcel wave in same- sight. Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
2: What is a Marcel wave? It's
0: like every wig that you've seen on Drag Race for the past 10 seasons. Just like, you know, part in the middle and like wavy down. Or parted on the side, one side and wavy. Got it, got it. So just like the standard... It's like a standard, yeah, drag wig. Like it's blue and it's... You know, yeah. I'll show you a peg.
1: I'm happy that they, you know, they're... I feel like for a long, for a year or two, people were like, "Wow, Drag Race has gotten really, really bad." And but I feel like over the past year, they've been like putting out good Drag Race, which is no like, way. I'm just glad that they were able to like bounce back from. Because even me, I was like, it's like season eleven All Stars four is like were these good seasons of TV? Not really. Uh It's even season ten and like was All Stars five like entertaining to watch who knows but like drag race uk one and two season 12 13 it's like we're in a good era and i'm happy about that
0: yeah 100
2: did you watch uk orlando i've i've watched everything aside from drag race thailand and season one of uk season one of uk has started and i was like oh it's hard for me to understand a lot of this (laughs) uh with straight up i do think they like cast more like London-based queens for the second season. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That's um, so funny. I love it. Yeah, uh, Drag Race England was fantastic. I think you know. Yeah, season I two was, it
0: was transcendent. It was fun.
2: All, all those. Uh, yeah, all, such fantastic queens. Uh,
0: Especially with the COVID break, they were like able to like center themselves again, which made it yeah. such a fucking cool season of TV.
2: I do have a question. Where do you stand? On the Jenny Lemon elimination, where is there to stand? Yeah, what do you mean? What's the question? Because I saw a lot of people here. A lot of people were upset about it. They're like, "Ah, I can't believe she did that. Where to me, I was like, that is the way to go. Yeah, if you're definitely the the kind of queen that she is, I was like,
0: exactly. She's a punk bitch. She came in there and said, "I'm never gonna wear flats. This is the way I paint my face. I've been a club kid for Lord knows how." Not to, like, whatever, she's not that old, but, like, yeah, I, I fully get that. For her brand, yes, I fully get it. But I know not everyone is going to get that, and they're going to yes. see her as, like, ungrateful or something. But she also didn't get a chance to come back when she might
2: have because of that.
0: Yeah, So it's, like, probably what she wanted in the end, too. She wanted
2: to go home. It's really see, like... Yeah. Home. And that was also the episode... Where they broke right after for COVID. For COVID, I like, yeah. How good it must have been for her for not to have Drag Race on her mind for seven months. Normally, the early stages of that pandemic. That's really true, yeah. It's just like like you're saying with
1: Rosé stands or like, I just feel like having a negative, having like a overwhelmingly emotional response to Jenny Levin walking off the stage is like is a brainworm, worm. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. physicalized. Like yeah. it's just like It's like, what? I need
0: you to go read an article about fracking right now. Okay? How do you
1: <laughs> how do you begin to care about that? Like I don't I can't <laughs> I imagine it. Um and that's why yeah. I get but I tr- I actually know that in the past, like obviously maybe not about the specific thing, but like I just feel like I would have like Posted about it or gotten into some argument online about it, and it's like, Ugh, what is? Why what is the? What is the drive there? It's bad. Yeah. Exerting effort over that, absolutely yeah.
0: not. And I loved the fact that sister sister was lip syncing alone, looking like a mummy werewolf Katy Perry from Hell. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, there were so many crazy images
2: on Drag Race UK yeah. season two, like also iconic was, that. In the middle of the season, Sushisif so comes back with a new face.
0: Yes, but it's yeah. new face, new teeth. So, like, so funny. Bimini also kind of, like,
1: Botoxed up. It's so fun. The All-Stars revamp mid-season. Yes.
2: Which I think is great. I was like, yeah, I do this all the time. I know, it's fucking amazing. It's
1: kind of like the makeover episode on America's Next Top Model, but they, like, go do plastic surgery. I think that would be a great oh. episode of Drag Race.
0: Oh, my God. It's like, okay, girls, to get to the next <laughs> week, you have to get pumped. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. They would do that on Dragula. They definitely um, do
1: that shit on Dracula. Oh,
0: how, my God.
1: How do we feel about wrapping up our Oscars discussion, playing a little game before we close out?
0: I'm excited. I'm loving it. Feeling positive. Amazing,
1: Orlando. This is our final segment of the show called "Iconic Not Iconic," wherein we have some pre-prepared topics. We'll go through them one by one. We'll count down from three, and at the same time, we'll all say whether we think that thing is iconic or not iconic, and then we'll discuss.
0: There is a right answer, but it's fine.
1: Yeah,
2: What's I'll feel there? the shame of not getting the right answer. Yeah, there. absolutely, and you'll wallow in it.
1: Great um first up we have crash test dummies ooh three Three, two Two, one one. not iconic
0: I'm saying not iconic oh my god okay Orlando
1: please yeah tell us why they're iconic
2: you know I think I think the patterns on them you know the the, the safety they provide I think icons of safety icons of safety uh, icons of empirical data
0: you know. Wow, for real, <laughs> collecting that empirical data like the girls in the club collect the tips. Like Ersin Young collects those. <laughs> ah! <laughs> but my thing is, like, why the black and yellow? Like, I get it. I get the aesthetic. Like,
1: Steelers, I've, Pittsburgh. I've
0: been to the, like, what's that ride at Disney World, Fast Track or whatever? Mm. Like, guys, I've been on it. I've been that crash test dummy. My thing is, like, why were there two looks that were crash test dummies on Drag Race this season? It's because, like, some influencer probably dressed up like a crash test dummy, like, three years ago. I feel like it's not that interesting of an idea. I feel like if we're going to go, like, synthetic, or it feels like putting a mannequin in a music video. It's just like, okay, you did that. Again, Mm. you know, like, crash test dummies, they're kind of just mannequins. You know what I, I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm coming at my non-iconic from a position of where I feel like they used to be very in the culture. Like, I feel like more people were talking about them 20 years ago. Mm. And now it's sort of like nothing, nobody's discussing it. I do agree that we would never know how safe something is without them. <laughs> uh, but I don't think that they're... You're still so the they anymore. are
0: queens of empirical data. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. And like Gottmik and Denali both served, like yeah. fresh test. time looked this year on the runway, and they were cute.
1: They were cute. It's just like not my favorite. Luke. I'll be deleting my um braided hair boxer uh iconic not iconic idea. <laughs> Hyper specific. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's what I got. I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. I
2: really did not. I was wondering what's going on. The million dollar baby look, you know. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Because Olivia and Simone both did it.
1: Anyway, it doesn't matter. I Joe, know. what's up next? <laughs> next
0: up, we have opinionated bitches.
1: <laughs> God. Um. Okay. Three. Two. two, two one. one. Ironic. Yeah, yeah. Like. Right? I do feel like culture and society doesn't move forward without them.
2: <laughs> and like, yeah. I exactly. wonder how do you feel? Yeah, I feel they're iconic. You know how? How to you know? To be a critic is to be an opinionated bitch.
0: For real. True. And but like to be a truly opinionated bitch, like to let people know about it. I think it's important. I think it's like to not just go with the flock, you guys, which like a lot of people do.
2: Yeah,
0: iconoclast. Exactly, a break from your cultural mold,
1: girl. I do feel like I am someone who is agreeable, an agreeable sort, as I might describe myself. Ryan. And so I think I need to work on not just being like, "Yeah, you're right," and like having an opinion of my own for once.
0: <laughs> I could, you, know, I could learn from these pitches. Give me a Fran Lebowitz. You know, give me yeah. someone who hates everything. I love that.
2: Yeah, I, I veer into uh, opinionated bitch a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's like a fun place to be. Uh, yeah, uh, recently a friend told me he did not want to discuss a movie and then I immediately said, is it because you you like it and you have bad taste in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Uh, which is bad, which is bad. Yeah, good fr- uh, be good to your friends. No, but true. Uh-huh. Be good
0: to your friends, but also let your friends watch whatever they want, truly. Because I like, but, to, I like know, to go low-high, you know? Like, I need a palate cleanser every now and then.
1: Definitely. every. I but, sleep- you know, sometimes people have bad taste and they need to know.
0: Yeah, you do oh, need sorry. to let them know. They should know, if they don't know. It's, it's a crime to not know that you have mm. bad taste. Like, if you know that you have bad taste and you're indulging it, I would say, okay. But as long as, yeah, you do have to spell it out for them if they don't know. Got it. That makes a
1: lot of sense.
0: Yeah. It's finally. Like... Oh, what? No, go ahead. It's like I know that like um Too Hot to Handle isn't the best show out there, but I'm
1: watching the fuck out of that shit. Mm. Yeah. I it's love
2: nice. that.
1: Great. Great. Oh yeah, I think that comes back in a couple weeks. Anyway, <laughs> uh we have finally fitted sheets. Ooh. Three, Three two. two. One.
0: One. Iconic. Not iconic. Oh. oh my god Orlando come on
1: What's yeah let us know let us know
2: you know I you know I think finish sheets can you explain to me why you think they're an icon maybe I'll, I'll absolutely look okay. I know that they can be difficult um
1: both in folding and to put them on but mm. I really do feel like I need them like I like every there's a reason I'm still using them even though every single time I use them I'm annoyed by them it's sure. like mm-hmm. You have to have one on there.
0: Yeah. Mm. I feel like I can count on them. I feel like they are the only sheet that actually gets a it because, like, I just kick the other one unless I'm in a hotel and they have, like, stapled them to the bottom of the mattress or whatever they do to get it like that, you know?
1: Oh, you're one of these no top sheet.
0: Girl, I put the top sheet on there, but it's like a fucking formality. Like, it's gone night one. I don't know why, but it's gone. And I'm not gonna put it back on every day. I'm not one of these like military bitches that believe making my bed every day is like starting your day with a good, you know. I'm just like, fuck off with that. <laughs> Great. But then, like- you accomplished something today. You made your bed. What else are you gonna do? I don't care. You know, I don't care. I think it's a lame.
2: I think it's a lame.
1: But then you're just using the comforter. Is that what you're saying? I'm just, yeah, absolutely. Okay. yeah, absolutely. Okay, just just clarifying for myself.
2: Yeah, I say not iconic because I feel like you don't always need them. But I'm also a terrible person who will sometimes do his wash the sheets and then not put them on that same night and mm. sleep on a bare mattress. which That's a vibe. Yeah. I'm Some sure people.
0: I've done that. Oh, when Hondo, I've done it. Yeah,
2: Yeah. It's like
0: also, I like my beds to be like in a corner usually. So it makes putting on a top sheet Mm. next to impossible. I have to like move my bed out from the wall if I really want to do it right. So I kind of just end up squeezing it on as best I can. And then sometimes it inevitably, like the worst is when your top sheet like comes undone on one corner and you're just. Your fitted sheet. Your fitted sheet. Your fitted sheet. Squeeze a bitch.
1: Squeeze a bitch. Yeah.
0: And then you're just like, oh my god, I have to tuck this under there again. Fuck this.
1: Yeah, I so that can be monster? very annoying. Fuck nice. that. Yeah. Look, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's. I feel like it is an annoying, iconic part of our daily life.
0: And I did like see a YouTube video of a mom teaching like the world
2: how to fold them correctly, and that shit blew my mind. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call bullshit on those videos, okay? I feel like those are always popular, <laughs> and then you try to do it. And it never works right. You're yes. always like never satisfied with the end result.
1: Yeah, Literally yes, yes. I they If there was a way to fold them, we would already know about it. And, and this th- video is not going to let me know. It, it
0: would be a TikTok already and it, it would have already gone viral. And they're always like, grab it from these two random places and then it just goes <laughs> whoosh and then all of a sudden it's folded and you're like, girl I'm going to need to watch that slow down. Maybe It's a trick it. of the
1: editing they just replaced it with a top sheet and they folded
2: that, yeah, exactly. yeah, and I also say that I do feel lied to by my current sheets. I have uh Brooklyn in sheets, <gasps> and they have uh the long side and short side uh-huh. tags are switched, so I'm like, on, 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 they're on like mislabeled, table, they're mislabeled on mine,
0: they're so literally they- gaslighting you. That's crazy. But do they get softer every time you wash them?
2: Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing, they don't release dirt as Much. No. I've gotten like cheaper sheets uh-huh. that are much better at keeping clean.
0: Right. Oh my god. It's because the thread count is too high.
2: Yeah. Is that a thing that can happen? I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just have found that like I tend to use other sheets because like they don't uh, have a uh, weird dirt spots where you're like, why are you coming out?
0: Right. Here's the thing. I, <laughs> As a podcast, we do have to be careful what we say about Brooklyn and- <laughs> at any time they could approach us. Oh, so sorry. Uh, no, I, but I'd like to know the truth.
2: Yeah. Maybe I, just uh, bleep that out.
0: <laughs> maybe we'll uh, just try with some, um, maybe like a Tide to go
1: or something, bleach it. I've tried
2: it all, you know, I've tried. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm kidding.
1: laughs> <laughs> he spends every single day trying to get this mess out of his sheets scrubbing in the stream in the fresh mountain stream (laughs) beautiful orlando thank you so much for being here this was a delight
2: thank you for having me thank you for uh inviting me on uh this is great i uh yeah thank you so much i I hope this is good absolutely it was nothing
1: it was perfect but uh, before we go, reminding everybody to go out and get tested. Get tested, bitches. Get registered to vote. Come uh, on. And give back. Give your time and energy and money to things that you want to see succeed. Give it up. Uh, Orlando, where can people find you online if you want that to happen? <laughs> it Maybe you don't. Maybe you get famous!
2: <laughs> uh Yeah, I, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at... uh, uh... Orlando Olier. Uh, that's about it. I'm on Twitter, but those are pre- private because
0: come on, there's a paywall, girl.
2: <laughs> well, not even. I just I uh, I tweet a lot of dumb stuff, and I was like, nobody can see this. They're not allowed. Yeah, well, it's also nothing bad. I just like it. Just I think people would be like, why is he tweeting about
0: Ginny Lemon's elimination? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's what it was. I... <laughs> I use my alt account for that <laughs> because on my alt account, if it's it's unprotected, I have like two followers, but I can. We'll join put the, the alt account in the description. <laughs> the tw- I can join the Twitter Discord, on drag race, be like, oh my god, I love this creator, or whatever. I, I I keep it positive though. I do. I that. That's what we need. Positivity. Anyway, follow me on Instagram. Thank you.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you can follow me at Sam Stanish on Instagram and Twitter. Follow my other podcast at Pod on Instagram and Twitter, where we are talking about the finale of Avatar The Last Airbender and moving into Legend of Korra.
0: Standing. Okay, so we're officially moving into Korra. Wow, 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 wow.
1: Well, first we're going to do, we're going to release a commentary track of me and my co-host watching the live action movie that everybody hates.
0: <sighs> oh, of course, of course, you must. Oh my god, I've still never seen it, out of respect for my eyes. <laughs> You can follow me uh, at Queer Queen on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow this podcast at Word on the S-T-R-8-S on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me on SoundCloud at Queer Queen, too. I hate myself listening to my song, Pisces. Thank
1: you. Um, (laughs) It's It's a great song. Um, but this was amazing. Thank you so much. Happy 100 episodes, one and all. Oh my god, we did it, bitch. I'm proud of us. Orlando, thank you again
0: for being thank here. You, thank you
2: for inviting me, and thank you for having me on your 100th episode. Congrats Wow, I know, yeah. Thanks for celebrating. Yeah.
1: Bye! Ciao!